self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists What's going on? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists back for another episode. I want to let y'all know about the website, www.conversationconartists.com, where you can go to check out our old episodes, new episodes, articles linked to our new episodes, as well as leave us some mail feedback over on the left. Hover over that mail icon and you can leave us some feedback and email. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore On Point. <laughs> like is he gonna finish it? <laughs> yeah. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listen letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Before I get into the question of the week, I wanted to give a shout out to Black Mary Fly Podcast, who we will actually be having on the show next week. So I am excited about that. It should be interesting. Yes. I'm going to take this time to shout out some more podcasts. Okay. Real quick. Talk It Out podcast is uh, amazing. Uh, Just Say Words pod is great. He's been shouting us out on Twitter. And if I can get my Twitter game together, I'll be returning the favor. <laughs> See, I'm, I, it's you now. I'll be tweeting this shit Look, now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Don't I'm just, be like I gotta that take now. pride because I wasn't doing the shit at all. Because I will send your ass cat Fuck gifs you, all please, day long. Please don't do that. I, or some kind of gifs. I don't need you that You know what? You life. just ordered that. No, it's fine. I'm writing down. I don't. You Red don't, don't need to do that. Ordered it's unnecessary. I didn't order cats. no cat. No, I didn't. <laughs> Delivery. <laughs> I <actually> did it. <laughs> government name podcast. They always shouting us yeah, out. Yeah, government name podcast. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, it is. I didn't think to prepare. I never think to prepare. Gotta prepare. Yeah, but yeah. So check us out next week because they will be on Troublemaker and uh, Candace. Danae. So that should be interesting. It's an actual couple. So you got an actual couple and then you got a couple of single ass therapists. So mm-hmm. it should be an interesting show. Um, so for this week, we don't have like an official question, but I came across something that posed the question to me and I thought it would be good to talk about it. So um, when people die, right? we feel a need to like say nice things about them you know but some people are assholes like the whole time they live they just ain't shit and so it's like do you do you dredge up some nice shit to say about a motherfucker you couldn't stand just because they died like everybody's gonna die at some point i don't know that they should like win favor just because they did what everybody's gonna do eventually which is die like i don't understand uh, and what brought this up before we answer that is that there is a obituary and this is a real obituary this is not like a joke that is going viral of a family who the uh father died and the daughter uh put up this very interesting obituary that apparently the family was with so i just kind of wanted to read this to give you an idea what i'm talking about Uh-oh. you ready for this mm-hmm. it's fucking hilarious okay i had heard it or read it okay so you yeah so on point is gonna have to give this is gonna be his honest reaction to it because i wouldn't let him read it beforehand all right 
Leslie Ray Popeye Charping was born in Galveston on November 20th, 1942 and passed away January 30th, 2017, which was 29 years longer than expected and much longer than he deserved. Leslie battled with uh, cancer in his latter years and lost his battle, ultimately due to him being the horse's ass he was known for. He leaves behind two relieved children, a son, Leslie Roy Charping, and daughter, Sheila Smith, along with six grandchildren and countless other victims, including an ex-wife, relatives, friends, neighbors, doctors, nurses, and random strangers. At a young age, Leslie quickly became a model example of bad parenting combined with mental illness and a complete commitment to drinking, drugs, womanizing, and being generally offensive. Leslie enlisted to serve in the Navy, but not so much in a brave and patriotic way, but more as a way of part of a plea deal to escape sentencing for criminal charges. While enlisted, Leslie was the Navy boxing champion and went on to sufficiently embarrass his family and country by spending the remainder of his service in the Balboa Mental Health Hospital receiving much needed mental health care services. Leslie was surprisingly intelligent. However, he lacked ambition and motivation to do anything more than being reckless, wasteful, squandering the family savings, and fantasizing about get-rich-quick schemes. Leslie's hobbies include uh, included being abusive to his family, um, expediting trips to heaven for the beloved family pets, and fishing, which he was less skilled with than the previously mentioned. Leslie's life served no other obvious purpose. He did not contribute to society or serve his community, and he possessed no redeeming qualities besides quick-witted sarcasm, which was amusing during his sober days. With Leslie's passing, he will be missed only for what he never did, being a loving husband, father, and good friend. No services will be held. There will be no prayers for eternal peace and no apologizing um, to the family he tortured. Leslie's remains will be cremated and kept in the barn until Ray, the family donkey's wood shavings run out. Leslie's passing proves that evil does in fact die and hopefully marks the time of healing and safety for all. And that is Mr. Charping's obituary written by his lovely daughter. Well, damn. <laughs> they assholes, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? They just talking about him being a... How good do you have to be? Well, if you're raised by an asshole, you're going to have some asshole tendencies. I know that for so a fact. So why do you feel like you can isolate yourself out as an asshole when you were raised by one? What makes you good enough to write that obituary? Cause you're you're a product of your environment. He probably was a product of his environment as well. I'm sure. But people find justification in that I'm only this way because he made me this way, and that's part of what made him an asshole. So I don't know. I just that I feel like, but that's what a lot of people feel about folks when they alive, right? You walk around and you be like, I can't stand Uncle Charles' old bitch ass, right? But then he died, and all of a sudden he becomes this saint or this good person when everybody really fucking hated him. Like he was terrible to people. It's like in death we feel this need to like memorialize people as like I know you're supposed to be able to see the good in people. I just feel like some people are assholes. Now me personally. I would have probably just been like such and such would survive by skip. Like I, I probably would not have mentioned his character at all because I would have probably just stuck with it. If you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all thing. But I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that. And if you look at the obituaries, because the funeral home that they uh, use posts the obituaries on the website. 
all of the other obituaries are the ones that you like he was this loving kind person she was you know a, a retired school teacher. it's all of these nice things and it's like it doesn't really tell you who the person was kind of thing i mean it's just a snapshot it is motherfucker made hitler seem like a family man out here <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they ain't talk about all the families he murdered but well he killed family pets and people who kill animals like just kill animals is like one of the markers of is a that just as a child or generally i don't know i know as a child is an indicator of conduct disorder or it could be a psychopathy too isn't it isn't well, that conduct disorder like i don't think a child at least in alabama well, can't, can't be diagnosed be diagno- with that stuff but like, so it's aren't most conduct. that are diagnosed as an adult wasn't there some animal cruelty in their childhood? It should have been, but it's nothing. It no, ain't necessary if well, the other criteria is met. all the other shit he did in his life, I'm thinking he probably was murdering the neighborhood cats too. Maybe, maybe. But I, I mean, know. this was his child that wrote. Like that's the thing. It wasn't like an upset ex-wife or his current wife. Like this was one of his kids. His his daughter said that she just felt like. She was gonna be honest, and she said she couldn't think of nothing nice to say. She wasn't gonna put on a front, so she just wrote what she. It's a lot of kids out here that got fucked up relationship with their parents. Listen, I want to tell y'all something, okay? If y'all are a parent and y'all discipline your children, and you say I got whooped and I turned out fine, <laughs> I really want you to assess the kind of relationship you have with the parent that beat your ass. <laughs> Do you really have a good relationship with that motherfucker? Please let me know. But don't tell me. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, do I really <laughs> fucking have a good relationship with my parent? I'm tired of hearing that shit. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing parents who beat the shit out of kids say, I got beat and I turned out fine. No the fuck you did it. You probably hadn't talked to your mama in 20 yeah, years. You hate your shit. fucking parents. <laughs> they hate your ass. What the fuck do you think? Good looks like I turned out good. You ain't turned out shit. Good is subjective. <laughs> yeah, it's very subjective. Like, what does good mean? Yeah, you got a job. You know what I'm saying? You ain't dead by thirty. The, the motherfucking bar is low for I turned out it good. Is. It is very good. Low. Just means that you know I'm alive. Yeah, and I'm I ain't in the care your ass. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty I need much. people to understand that shit. Like, you can have some fuck. That's especially old school folk. Like him being old enough to die. Probably mean that he beat the shit out of his kids. He probably slapped them across the face. Yeah, he was born in, in for, the face. He was born in forty two. So yeah, yeah. He, he probably did all of that shit. Yeah, I'm sure he did. And you know what? That's effective whooping. That's effective discipline because it's the same fucking discipline that was used on the goddamn slaves. <laughs> it was the same shit. Don't do yeah. that to kids. Number one. Yeah. If you do that to your kid. You're going to have a fucking horrible relationship with your child. And they might write an obituary. Yeah, they're going to write a obituary like about your bitch ass after you die out of the fucking nursing home. After they've been stealing your stuff and being your ass in the nursing home. Yeah. If you work in the nursing home, no offense, but you probably know somebody in that motherfucker <laughs> that steals shit <laughs> and treats seniors like shit. So would you write an obituary like that for somebody that you dislike? I don't even know. Is Are there people that you dislike? Because you so fucking... I don't. There is nobody I, 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 I dislike I enough to write an obituary like that. I but if you are at a loss for words and don't know how to put this kind of obituary into words, holler at your boy. Oh my God. I am a wordsmith. I will craft up the best fuck you obituary ever. <laughs> Just let me know. Send an email and I'll help you. <laughs> 
I would never write no shit like that for me or my family. But you know, I don't know what you and your family going through. Y'all might need somebody to do that. Holler at your boy, Mister On Point. Are you always offering services for you to do fuck shit? You know, I realized that a lot of time when I talk to people. Because I'm so impartial to shit, I don't you create drama. I don't create drama. I don't have mess. I, I just even kill. I just shit's just regular for me. Yeah. I always end up in conversation with people. I'd be like, well, if I was in that situation, I would blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh fuck, I wouldn't. But I can help you do that shit <laughs> very efficiently. Okay. I, I I feel like I feel like some talents are going to waste. Pettiness. That I could help create is going to waste because it ain't gonna apply to my life. Terrible. I can apply it to somebody else's life. Terrible. You want to be petty, and you need some ideas. Let me know. In my mind, I would be that petty, but I know me, and I know at the last minute I would feel bad because that's the kind of person I would write the whole thing. Mine would be way fucking worse than this. Um, and then at the last minute, like I would feel bad and probably change. And again, I wouldn't change it to no good shit, mind you. I would just be like, such and such is survived by his, you know, five kids or whatever the fuck the case may be. I would probably feel bad. I probably would. I probably wouldn't go through with it. But I, I could write that but about you know, a couple of people. Writing that helps. <laughs> Because if you knew how some of my comments on Facebook start off, I'd be like, okay, well, first off, fuck you. The shit you're saying is stupid. I don't fuck with you. And you know what? If you say anything like this again, I'm going to go to your page. I'm going to flood your page with bullshit. I just type up all kind of shit. And I'll be like, oh, that felt good. Delete. Rational comment. So let me talk to you about this understanding. You know my what? Understanding I better of this never be around when you, because I'm hit, seeing it, hit in a real way. Do it. I'll delete that, that shit. That would be so fucking hilarious. I mean, that would be hilarious. But I, I would write something like that. I'm not even gonna sit up here that like I, w- I'm petty enough to do it. I don't know that I would print it though. Like at the last minute, I would probably be like, I can't do this shit because I, I'm gonna look like the asshole. Your family. It's people in your family that would disown your ass. I imagine if you did it bad enough. Yeah. Maybe not disown, but they would but be real mad. They like, would stop your now. ass. Yeah. Like to yeah. have a whole family of people that let you do that. Or oh, we really don't even know the story. Like she might have did that shit on her own. No, because she she was asked about it and she was like everybody knew about it and everybody was with it. They didn't even give this motherfucker no funeral. They cremated this nigga. Like it's a lot of people that cremate their folks and love them. They, she said she was gonna spread them out with the donkey chippings. That ain't. No they shouldn't even pay for no service. <laughs> they should have just disappeared his ass. Well, you gotta creep. They do something like they didn't pay. That's what I'm saying. She said there was not gonna be a service. All they did was cremate him because you gotta do something with the body. That was it. She then you can spread them wherever you want to. They didn't get. What him happens a service. if somebody dies and nobody claims the and body? you get rid of the body, like make it disappear, and they find the body. And they realized he was dead, but like you can't just throw a body away. No, like in the trash. No, you. What is wrong? <laughs> See, it's something wrong with you. I'm just saying. No, it don't sound like it should be wrong. You what cannot. What kind do of law that. are you breaking if somebody die and you just like put them in the dumpster? Desecration of a corpse. Ain't that a thing? I don't know. I feel like that's a thing. I mean, I don't think I read that many stories where you know somebody just threw a, tra- a, a dead body in the trash can. I, I think it's desecration of a corpse. I think that's a thing. I don't think you you can't do that. You got to do something. At the very least, you're gonna have to cremate them. Like you gonna have to do something. It's your body. Like at the time that they died, especially like my grandmother died in the nursing home. They contacted my mom 
and they had like a certain amount of time to like come and get her belongings and to claim her body like cause it ain't there if after she died that's it they're not responsible for it anymore then it's on you this your body you figure it out type shit so it's your property but you can't just throw it in the trash <laughs> you have to do something with cremate it bury it something so what if I write in my will that I want my body thrown in a dumpster that is a a, a a wish that cannot be honored. I'm not gonna go to jail because <laughs> who the fuck want to be put in the dumpster and then put in a landfill? I, I just want to challenge the laws. The last my last act of rebellion <laughs> is my family either gonna go against my will or they gonna illegally honor my request. They're gonna probably go against the will. I feel like because they're gonna be like he couldn't have fucking meant that shit. You know he was senile at the end. Well, I hope they feel good about fucking. Not honoring my wishes they gonna while feel I'm like dead he, as hell. he had to be senile. Like he had to be at the time. Who 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 asked? For I'm that? gonna write a. I'm gonna write in my will that I want. I'm gonna make my own coffin. I'm just gonna make my own shit. I don't want to be buried in no damn ten thousand dollar box. Y'all mother, go buy somebody a car with that shit <laughs> and put me in this box I built in the backyard ten years ago. I understood. The having like a super nice ass, and you know everything go to ashes. It like all the time. What the fuck is the point for what? Cause that shit just plays on the the very emotional state of a family that lost somebody. Oh, he's gonna be dead. We need to line him with silk. I don't give a shit what I'm buried in, to be honest with you. Cause guess what? By that time, ain't shit gonna matter to me no more. You know what? I want. I don't, I don't even want to be fuck. in a box. I just want to be buried in the ground. <laughs> Because think about Michael Jackson Thriller. If zombies just come oh. back alive, I don't want to lose my opportunity to be a fucking zombie and dance because I'm in a fucking box. Just put me in the ground and let me dance. Okay? Only you. I'm just saying. What think of that? Like, I don't want to be limited after life if some shit happened that's bringing us all back alive. I um, want to go be able to go find my zombie brothers <laughs> But I won't because everybody in the fucking box. Okay. In that sense, does Thriller even make sense? They, they, what, weren't they busting out of the box? They, it was the I ground and the box. The ground. Well, by the time they got up, you six feet under, you didn't bust out the box already. They zombies. They strong as shit. You think they can't bust out of a box? I need to go back and watch Thriller. Oh they God. shouldn't be strong. They muscle fibers is gone. But they're undead. There, they maybe there's some strength in like whatever the fuck brought them back to life. <laughs> Shit, it's not logical strength. It might be like um, what World War Z? Was that a virus? That was a virus. But then you died, then come back with the virus. I think so. I don't remember. Cause they were zombies essentially. So that doesn't zombie imply that you were dead, alive at one point, but now you're not. Because mm-hmm. World War Z disease for zombies, so I don't fucking know. I but they just, wasn't like deceased, were they? I think they died and came back, know. right? That's what they would die. In, uh, they look like that's they were dead. That's happening in The Walking Dead, right? Yeah, they they would die. Everybody got the virus. If you die, it activate your ass. Is it? I don't watch The Walking Dead. I don't so. know. If you watch <laughs> The Walking Dead and we fucking it up, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I apologize because you know people be serious as fuck about their shows and shit. Look, correct us. If I you tried must. to walk. I tried to. I could. the zombie shit. I just I can't get into the zombie apocalypse shit. I did watch World War Z. 
I think that's probably the only zombie movie I've ever watched. I feel like. I no, like, I watched Resident Evil. I like, like the first shit. one. I wanted to be silly though, like the Zombie Land. That shit was good. I did watch Zombie Land. I like Zombie Land, like but zombie I liked Land. it because it was uh, a comedy and not like. I think it's based off the Zombie Apocalypse Survival Guide. Okay. I like that, but that serious shit that. Oh no, humans are against each other now and we gotta fuck each other up for I survival mean, too. Like Logan dead it. Man, people you know I'm contrary and I don't like shit when other people like it. I don't wanna watch I don't wanna be a part of the wave. I just something in me will not allow me to be a part of the wave. So when something is popular, I don't watch it. Like the wire I didn't watch <laughs> too way the fuck after the fact like i never watch stuff with because people ruin it and people just be we got way off let me close this let out <laughs> i don't even know how we got here with the zombies listen <laughs> death is going to happen to your ass you can be a great person mm-hmm and the wrong person write your obituary. This is true. You can be a horrible person to get a good person to write. If you know your asshole, you need to pay somebody to come but in, swoop like, in, and write your shit. I mean, he sounds because I'm an asshole, but I feel like if I feel like people could write a nice obituary about me still, even with me being an asshole, because I have some redeeming qualities in the midst of me being an asshole. It sounded like he just, it, you know, his asshole was just kind of what he was. There wasn't outside shit. But what if he was the good guy? And everybody else's assholes. And they were just like, that motherfucker always trying to be sweet to people and doing things for folks in the community. Let's fuck him up after death. I mean, I guess. But the hatred that's in there, I feel like, came from a real place. <laughs> like, that he really, that this is a very hurt person. Jealousy. Jealous of not being able to be as nice and kind as fucking Leslie Charping. You always got to give... A, a, a nice spin. <laughs> I'm just saying, how, how, how did he get the motherfucking nickname Popeye? I don't know. Is it like Popeye the Sailor Man? Probably Popeye so since he was in the Popeye Navy. Chicken Popeye. I doubt it was Popeye Chicken. This nigga know. was born in 1942. I feel like it probably had more to do with the <laughs> the sailor shit that he was in the Navy. Perhaps. Maybe he likes spinach a lot. I mean, I get if he was doing drugs and shit, I mean, they ain't the kind of people that really be big on vegetables. <laughs> so I don't know. What I don't I know. Had. Drug addicts don't eat vegetables. They don't really eat vegetables. Y'all heard it from Red. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't trying to eat nothing. Shit. That's why they be thick. All they, they money go towards drugs. They ain't worried about food. And if they get food, it ain't gonna be no mm. damn vegetables. <laughs> Look, no offense to the addicts that eat vegetables that's listening. No offense uh, to you. Wh- why haven't you sold your radio or your uh, whatever you listening on? Why would I don't know that there are any addicts that maybe are they in the car with somebody who don't know they're addict, so they shouldn't have them around their car and they shit, <laughs> and they in the passenger seat plotting on what shit they gonna take. But that person is listening. Wherever to the podcast. you listening at, it, look at the person next to you. <laughs> You might want to take a closer look at your relationship with him. Yeah, just make sure they ain't, you know. Cause the make shit sure you, little dollars ain't being turning up missing out your car. The shit that you listen on might come up missing. But that is going to be it for this question. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in through the website or you can send it in to our, to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Um... Fuck all y'all who got a problem with Adele. Let me just go ahead and start with that. The Grammys happened last night. We were recording a little late this week. So I did not watch that shit just because 
I don't know. I'm kind of over watching award shows for the most part. I did like I saw what was trending and I watched a couple of things. So I did see Beyonce's performance and I did I did see Adele's acceptance speech. And I don't know how the fuck anybody can have a problem with Adele. Adele is amazing. Adele curses anybody who can become famous and still not give a fuck and drop the f bomb is my shero i love adele and she won album of the year and in her acceptance speech she acknowledged beyonce's lemonade and, and how important it was to her and she also made a comment about how she saw how important it was to her black friends and y'all just got all in y'all motherfucking feelings about this shit let me tell you something you cannot have it both ways you cannot want white people to accept or not even accept to acknowledge our art and then in the same breath when somebody acknowledges that lemonade was made for black women because that's what the fuck it was it wasn't made for white women it was made for black women when she acknowledges that she saw the impact that it had on her black friends yeah you're gonna get mad now which one do you want do you want them to still ignore that sometimes we do things just for us or do you want her to acknowledge it you you can't have it both fucking ways Adele is amazing. I don't know how anybody can have a problem with what she said I don't really get it. I feel like it's enough bullshit going on with the fucking orange Voldemort in in office that you don't need to be picking at shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like, I don't know how you could get upset at her for acknowledging what, first of all, that she felt like Lemonade should have won, essentially. I mean, everybody, say, let me just say this. When Macklemore won, and everybody was like Kendrick Lamar should have won and Macklemore sent that um sent, what was it a text message yeah and then he tweeted a picture of the text message my problem with that was that to me it felt very impersonal because when he was up on the stage if he felt like Kendrick Lamar should have fucking won he should have said that when he had the opportunity instead of doing it in silence and then you won't a pat on the back because now you show the world that you sent him a message Adele did exactly what he didn't do she felt like Beyonce had an amazing album and she should have won and she said that shit on the stage in front of the Grammy board in front of the world and I don't know how you could have a fucking wrong with that like I just don't understand that don't make no sense to me like what the fuck I thought that was amazing and that's what Macklemore should have done if he really felt Kendrick Lamar should have won again good for him for saying oh i you know i feel like you should have won but if you really felt that way i feel like that's some shit you should have said so that everybody could see it as opposed to just doing this little fucking text message then you want to post a picture of the text message to see see look what i did i i felt like he should have won too like get the fuck out of here mac lamar that was my whole issue with how he did that and adele didn't do that she in her moment on the stage took time to acknowledge beyonce look it there is a group of black people that they don't give them it don't matter what white people do <laughs> as long as white people are winning shit gaining shit have shit when a black person can have it they're going to criticize that situation you know i mean we're talking about subsets of black people that yeah. act in these ways i mean you got these hotel oh conscious woke folks who you know if i'm misrepresenting you guys they don't give a shit but uh, who are all anti-white and then you got some people who are you know tolerant of white and just pro-black and you got some people that's a mixture of pro-black and you know 
white folks here, so fuck. They do some good shit too. They do. You know, it, it's just a whole bunch of different groups of people dealing with these situations, man. I just hate to be represented by the small group of black people that's yeah. on that bullshit. You know? I, I couldn't. I mean, I was just really surprised. I, I really did not expect there to be backlash or that. Because it's like, what are you mad about exactly? I don't, I don't understand. I don't see what was wrong with what she said. So. I was just very surprised that people weren't just like, oh, look at Adele. Because Adele is a docu- well-documented Beyonce fan. She loves Beyonce, stands for Beyonce. It was not surprising to me that she acknowledged her in her accepting this award. Like, I didn't see the problem. I think people just got too much fucking time. Ain't no hands. problem. I mean, white people having shit is a problem for some people. I mean, that's just what it is and what it's going to continue to be. Because on the other side of the coin, you got a white man that wrote this whole... First of all, white people, please stop writing think pieces on shit that you don't understand or know anything about. Now, Beyonce, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm the most like historically, you know, in tune-ass person. But, so obviously... Beyonce's performance she was decked you know all decked out and all of this shit this garb now I did not I'm not going like I knew immediately what the fuck it was supposed to represent but based on the whole visual album for Lemonade I knew that there it was some kind of representation so some white man wrote a whole thing about Beyonce acting like she's God and the Messiah coming out of the ground like she's ascending and what it actually was <laughs> was her paying homage to Oshun, which is like an African let me not fuck it up. But if you aren't gonna do your research about what the fuck something means, like don't write a think piece. Think pieces require thought. And if you're not gonna put no thought into the shit, don't write it. So on the one hand, you got a white man trying to, to talk about something that what that the performance was not for him. And then you got Adele acknowledging that this was written for black women and giving accolade to it. Y'all ain't happy. Either way, you got somebody who acknowledging it, you got somebody who's disregarding it, and you treat them exactly the fucking same. So what do you want white people to do? Because guess what? They they not going nowhere. We're going to all have to live here together. And if we have an expectation for them to be accepting of us, you that it same way <laughs> you're gonna have to be accepting of them and, and acknowledge when they trying and i need black people that's listening to this to look deep down within yourself and assess now first off if you're a black parent with kids i need your ass to be assessing what kind of relationship you got with your parents that's the first <laughs> one the second thing i need you to assess is where are you on the scale of how you feel about white people as a black person are you on a, on the end of the scale where it's like, you know, fuck white people. I don't want them to have shit. And if they get shit, I'm going to hate it regardless of if they great or if they've done great things or not. Are you a little bit further down on the scale where it's like you can recognize and acknowledge that white people do stuff, but you don't care for it. But, you know, you still, you know, put your black people on a pedestal like you're going to do. Or do you move further along down the scale where it's, you know, you're accepting and understand that white people do great things and you enjoy some of those things and you can enjoy those things and still be proud of your black heritage you know 
Or are you on the far end where you just you cooning out here? <laughs> you know, you need to assess where you are on that scale so that. And I accept any of you. You know, I, I ain't. I'm not an exclusionary person. I am. I'll accept any of you. I won't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Red will not. Hell no. <laughs> but you need to know where you stand on this stuff and these dialogues and these issues because when it comes time for us black people to have, uh, uh, what is it like? It's like picking the team. Right. Oh, the draft. Yeah, like <laughs> when David Banner and Umar Johnson oh, and Jesse Williams and Al Sharpton and all of these different people that may be considered as leaders, but not really. When they start picking teams, you need to know who the fuck you going with. Going with Jesse. <laughs> I'm going Williams. with Jesse too. You know, <laughs> not it, might be, it might be somebody that's that that represents us different and better than Jesse that ain't here yet yeah, or that hasn't emerged yet because they're young I mean I'm, I'm on the mindset that the young kids right now mm-hmm. that's going through this stuff and seeing all of this stuff and being able to grow in these opinions rather than growing up like me where my opinion about this stuff was oppressed because of the times mm-hmm. because the information wasn't accessed it was more control right now kids have access to any of this stuff that's going on they're building their social awareness as they grow mm-hmm. as to where i had to come into my social awareness when i was in my 20s yeah you know when i was little the only thing i ever saw on tv was maybe the rodney king beating every now and then yeah you know or when fucking seventh heaven had an episode with a black person in it <laughs> or an episode of fresh prince of martin where it had some racial tension in it yeah that's the only place i got to see that shit and today kids see all that reality mm-hmm. and so maybe they just haven't emerged yet but they coming but i'm under the mind that we all don't have to have one person leading us somewhere. We can all be going to the same destination with different journeys, with different leaders. We just got to know who what the fuck it? our yeah. leader will be. And we need to be able to acknowledge that the other leaders exist and they're leading a group of people. We need to cut out that whole goddamn competition shit. Like Umar Johnson talking shit about Jesse Williams and David Banner talking shit about this person, that person. Everybody got place to go behind somebody and everybody got place to lead. I might not fuck with your leader, but he can take y'all ass wherever he want to. And if he fuck around and lead y'all into a swamp, <laughs> then I hope your ass know how to swim and watch fool out with for, snakes. Watch out for them gators. <laughs> and gators. <laughs> you know, but like this kind of dialogue just, it just put me in that mindset of just how much we segregate ourselves. I mean, even not from white people, but from each other. Because hell, even... Our two most prominent leaders, fucking Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr., was fucking yin and yang. Yeah, they were. They, they had the same exact fucking destination in mind, but one of them wanted to go high, one of them wanted to go low. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, and both of them changed. Yeah. Shit, Martin Luther King at one point was like, I think I done let my people into a goddamn burning building. <laughs> and Martin, Malcolm X was like, you know, fuck white people before Mecca, but after he came back from Mecca, he was like, you know what? I found out over there. I got fucking brothers with blue eyes too. You know, so I mean, we can be different than each other and not be segregated from each other in our ideals. Like I would like to talk to a hotel cat, a conscious cat, a woke cat, and a coon. Let's get all in the same room. And I know coon is, you know, a negative, connota- negatively connotated word, but it is what it is. Don't have me there. <laughs> you wouldn't be there no way. I'm not as mature as you. I don't are. know why you think I would invite you. <laughs> I already know. I'm not Red ain't enough. coming. I would come, but I wouldn't be as mature. I wouldn't as you. even want you to come. 
You should you should just sit this one out and let get the cliffs notes. Yeah, yeah, probably that'll so. be the best situation. Yeah. But to me, both of those groups are are odd. I just me, need I need me to be in the hotel with especially bump heads. I need it all. But I mean, so, so me, I mean, at the end of the day, I just I don't fuck with sexism. I don't fuck with misogyny. I don't suck with fuck with racism. Uh, homophobia. I, I mean, I accepting of anybody. Don't care who you are. Don't care what you do. Everybody got their thing, yeah. you know. I mean, it is what it is. But moving into Netflix and dear white people, you know, I I need to get one of them mugs that say "drinking white tears" because white this tears. is one of those situations where it's just white tears all over the place. This is a group of they they so contradicting. They sit here and fucking boycott like. They have dialogue about white genocide <laughs> and how black people creating movie concepts is equivalent to genocide. Bitch, y'all have been killing entire cultures, like murdering them. It's just amazing to me how they genuinely believe that genocide has been diminished down to a movie concept that black people want. And guess what? You don't have to watch the shit. Nobody gonna come in your house with a forty-five to your head and say, "Watch this, this dear white people shit now." Don't fuck it. Guess what? It's a whole. We didn't even tell them what we talking about before I get into that. Dear white people was a um, indie movie that is now a show um, on Netflix. White people are in their feelings about it and now boycotting Netflix because of this. Guess what? It's a whole lot of shit on Netflix that I don't like. And you know what I just don't do? I don't fucking watch it. I think Haters Back Off is one of the stupidest motherfucking shows I've ever seen in my life. And I cannot believe that this white lady got all of this money to put on a show about a mentally unstable ass. I don't understand. It's not funny. It's stupid. But guess what? I just don't watch the shit. There's a ton of stuff on Netflix that I think is stupid. I just don't watch it. You know what I do? I watch Luke Cage instead. <laughs> I watch some shit that I want to see. Don't fucking watch it. You really gonna boycott bo Netflix behind this shit? The fuck? Don't watch it. It ain't for you anyway. <laughs> Have you... I forgot what I was gonna ask you. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer for it, no. The trailer is essentially a black girl saying... Hey, white people, don't do this. And it shows a whole bunch of blackface pictures of them doing shit like on Halloween. For Halloween, she was like, it's okay to be the first through the 40, 43rd president. It's okay to be, you know, a bunch of different things. And it was showing pictures of white people doing that shit. How can you be mad? Like, <laughs> be mad at the white people that created the dialogue for black people to have about white people not doing this shit. Like, don't, just don't. I don't know. I just, I just don't. I don't get why they so mad at black people for that shit. Like, or Netflix. The, the, the thing about it is, honestly, there are a handful of things on Netflix made for us, or things that we could be proud of. Luke Cage being one of those things. You got all this other fucking shit to pick from to watch. Just don't watch the shit. If you're that bothered by it, don't fucking watch it. Just don't watch it. I don't understand. That's like you decided because Nordstrom pulled a bunk of Trump shit out of there. 
Boycott Nordstrom. Okay. Just go buy your, your, I'm sure her little website is still up. Like, what are you so pressed about? Don't watch it. Nobody's forcing you to watch it. And Netflix doesn't work in a way. Hell, if you're that kind of person with that kind of mentality, this shit ain't even going to be in your recommended shit. Because you ain't the kind of person where that would pop up. So what, what are you really upset about? Don't fucking watch it. Just don't watch it. The, the solution is so simple. Don't watch it. The same way I don't watch a lot of these shows that were not catered to me, don't have me in mind, don't represent me. So guess what? I don't fucking watch them. That's what we've been having to do for years. Well, we haven't been represented. Well, we haven't had people that look like us on TV. We either have a choice of watching what's available or not fucking watching it. That's why I don't think it's about watching it. I think or not watching it for them. I think it's about the fact that something exists that challenges the system that white people have built. And, and, and it challenged that shit. Asking, hey, what the fuck is up with the Confederate flag? Challenges that shit. Hey, what the fuck? Don't be blocking people and banning people for no immigration shit. Challenges the system. All of this shit is challenging the system. America is an exclusive ass country club made for white people and motherfucking brown people is challenging that. You know what I'm saying? It's so ridiculous. Like when I saw, first of all, y'all so tardy to the motherfucking party because the movie was already on there. I don't even know why you were upset about this. You wasn't this upset about the damn movie because it was a movie first and it was on Netflix. Like, what is wrong with y'all? But motherfuckers don't be, they don't be complaining when Tilda Swinton playing a goddamn Tibetan monk on goddamn Doctor <laughs> Strange. <laughs> They don't be complaining when a white dude playing Danny Rand. I mean, the whole character of Danny Rand on Iron Fist as the white dude that go over to Asia, beat up all the Asians and come back with some kind of superpower as a white man. Like, they don't talk about when motherfucking... Because that's Matt, not a problem. Matt Damon is goddamn great wall savior. <laughs> like, they don't say none of that shit. But when we get something that, hey, we black people talking about our experiences, they want to silence the shit out of that. Like... That's just our experience that we're going through. But I've used this example before. I'm going to use it again. America is like when you invite somebody into your house and you say make yourself at home, you might mean, you know, kick back on the couch. You could mean take your shoes off. You might even mean take the remote control and change some channels, you know, watch what you want to. What you don't mean is move my couch. <laughs> what you don't mean is rearrange all of my furniture and all of my shit. You know, what that don't mean is going to my kitchen and start cooking shit. <laughs> that ain't what make yourself at home mean. You know, saying make yourself at home sounds like that because if I was at home, I can do this shit at will. Yeah. I feel like America... I feel like I've just been invited to America to make myself a fucking home. Yeah. And if you're a brown person that don't feel like that, you're disillusioned because they want us to make ourselves at home. But make yourself at home just means stay with the current system. You know, go to our schools and, you know, shop at our grocery stores and, and maybe live in our neighborhood. We might put your ass out. But, you know, it don't mean coming here and changing the system and changing the Constitution and changing rules and challenging laws and making movies that challenge shit that we do because we want to do it. And that shit is bothersome to me. Like, how can you be so bothered by a culture that anything that fucking culture do, you know what I'm saying? It's like a bad relationship ending and you just infatuated with your motherfucking ex. Like, look, you the one that fucked me over. Get the fuck on, okay? Let me go on about my goddamn business. All right? It's over. 
It's over. Y'all, you did me wrong. All right? I'm trying to move the fuck on. Let me do that <laughs> in peace. Why Shit. are you popping up in my fucking messenger? Why oh, are you Lord. sending me hey, big head texts? Oh, God. I could do a whole show just on that. Why white people? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you sending us the cultural equivalent to hey, big head text by (laughs) being all up in our fucking face? If I want to make a movie talking about shit that I think white people do that I don't like, just let it happen. You bringing attention to the shit. Yeah, you are. You have doubled the amount of people that's going to watch fucking dear (laughs) white people. Just to see what the fuck all the fuss is about. And you know, I was reading the thread about dear white people. I haven't seen it myself. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of movies, but one white person in the thread said that dear dear white people really did have a strong component of the dilemmas between black people in the show, not just telling white people shit that they shouldn't do. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole cultural experience surrounded around the shit, well, you know. The thing is the white people who are complaining about this are going solely on the fact that it's called dear white people. They're not looking at the nuances of the show. They're not even looking for it. They just want to be upset about the shit because it says, Dear White People, and how dare you? How dare you title this shit, Dear White People? I can guarantee you, none of them has watched the movie. None of them even really knows what the show is about. They might, might have watched, uh, read a synopsis of what it's about. But to actually watch the trailer or to get... No. I'm sure that this is completely reactionary based on the title. Because that's how people do. <laughs> that's how stupid people do anyway. <laughs> They're reactionary. color people. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious. Dear people. <laughs> Dear, you don't got melanin people. I mean, you can keep going. Well, why are we talking about ancient people of different colors? Just to just to show that we're an equal opportunity show. Let's talk about the Migos. Um, and no, I'm not gonna go off on bad and bougie <laughs> for whatever reason. And this, the fact that they were even asked about this is laughable because really, do you really think that the Migos is gonna give you this great intellectual response to this during an interview? Uh, the Migos were asked about I love McConan coming out and, and saying that he was gay and all of this, and their response to it is a response that a lot of heterosexual hypermasculine men have and i'm going to read to you what it is so basically the interviewer asked them about it and they told you know said that he had gotten a lot of support um and so this is what they said that's because the world is fucked up says offset the world is not right takeoff says we ain't saying there's nothing wrong with the gays says quavo but he suggests that McConan's sexuality undermines his credibility given the fact that he first came out talking about trapping and selling mollies doing all of that that's whack bro so you can't be gay and sell molly pop molly and sell it trap molly and sell it what's the difference between trapping and selling Ain't that the same thing? If I'm not mistaken, a trap is a way to capture something. Uh, that don't help me. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I just know what trap means. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? I, he said trapping and selling. I, I thought that was the same thing, but I don't know nothing about drug culture, so I could be fucking completely wrong. Anyhow. I don't even want to know. Yeah, I know. 
this goes into that stereotype that all gay men have to be super feminine and have to be wearing makeup and and switching around and not realizing that this shit is on a, a continuum and that all gay men you got gay football players you got like it, <laughs> there is not a specific look to gay you think first of all let me go back to the wire omar was gay as fuck and was murking niggas had whole neighborhoods omar coming motherfuckers running inside gay as a motherfucker so i just don't the idea that he can't sell drugs and be gay is just funny to me i'm gonna tell you what i got a problem with when motherfuckers say shit like no offense to the gays first of all stop calling them the gays <laughs> you don't want to be called the black so don't be calling no other group the the gays but the a whole that? bunch of offensive shit behind it yeah like listen any of y'all who have ever said no offense to this particular group i need you to assess something about yourself okay <laughs> i need you to assess whether you're actually biased against that particular group because if you say some shit like you know offense to the blacks but i don't want my purse stolen <laughs> bitch all the offense to the blacks all right i need you to know whether that is racist or not yeah. if you say no offense to women but they ass don't deserve more money than me i need you to look in the mirror and assess whether you're fucking sexist or not <laughs> if the misogyny has taken over because you know what that means that you're racist if you say that that means you're sexist if you say that and if you say some shit like ah the gays ain't nothing against the gays but they actually <laughs> ain't got no goddamn business selling dope then your fucking ass is homophobic okay putting that qualifier out there before you say it don't make it any less phobic whether it's homophobic or they just it don't make it any less just because you say that beforehand but I'm going to say, and I say that as somebody who a lot of times will preface things with, with no shade. And then I say some of the shadiest shit ever. <laughs> I mean. I do that all the time. But shade is not rooted in. It's not. A cultural oppression. It's not. Or a culturally oppressed it group. And a lot of that, times they really, really deserve the shade. Yeah, that's, that's represented by that whole dialogue. Like. Yep. Shade is usually contextual and applied to a specific person at the time yes. or a specific situation at the time, you know, or to everybody that do that same exact shit that you been, you know, applying that shade to. That's different. They're saying the gays, the blacks. Yeah. Shit like that. And I mean, again, that's no, I, I amigos responded in exactly the way that I would fucking expect them to respond this is more just about the issue and as a whole in the black community with this hyper masculine heterosexual viewpoint of gay men only do this or a gay man's less of a man because it is one aspect of who he is and so therefore he can't be doing this masculine shit that i do because he gay so that means that he can't sell drugs that means that he shouldn't be playing football or that means that he shouldn't be doing any of the things that i classify as masculine because he's not masculine anymore because he's gay so I wanted to talk more to that fact than to like say shit about Migos because who, I mean these motherfuckers wrote a song called Bad and Bougie that's just a bunch of words rhyming together that don't mean anything. So, that's all they do. Yeah. That's so I mean I, I don't expect some grand intellectual conversation to come from them is what I'm saying. All the Migos songs are essentially like Dr. a vocabulary Zeus. word list. It's like Dr. Zeus. Yeah. I mean, I well, don't no, think it's like that. Let me do that because Dr. Zeus actually, yeah, makes a lot you of sense. You saying Zeus or Seuss? Zeus. 
Zeus. You were saying Zeus. Zeus. Yeah, I was saying Zeus. Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, though, like, if if Zeus was a goddamn doctor, (laughs) he would have a badass motherfucking series. I promise you. It'll be about motherfucking lightning and gods gods and all of his children's. Yeah. And he had a lot of children. Demigods. Yeah. Demigods. Ain't that, he, ain't that when he fucking. had sex with a regular, yeah. regular people? Yep. Because yeah. Hercules was a demigod. So, yeah. yeah. So. Dr. Seuss. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this ain't, I, this wasn't a conversation about Migos, really, because, again, I don't expect nothing better from them. <laughs> At all. Why they say the fuck, Why are you look, even asking look, them? Look. Why they ain't said shit to Young Thug? Why they ain't saying shit about Young Thug and all the shit he be doing? He gets such a fucking pass, and I do not understand it. This motherfucker wearing dresses, painting his nails, saying that his friends are his hubbies. There's the video of him in the studio with like white gay porn in the back. He get a pass on everything. This I is the don't thing. understand why. I, I think I know. I think I know why. Because it's the same for it's the same as white people that say that a cop shooting a black man ain't racist it's because they want to see that police <laughs> officer pull his hood out put on his clan hood write a letter that say I'm shooting this black motherfucker because he black and then shoot him in the back they want to see that shit they want that evidence so because and McCauley McCauley coming, I love McConaughey coming out and saying I'm gay is the evidence is is the same as that white cop putting oh, okay. on that hood? But see, young thug says he's not gay. Says he's not gay, but doing all this questionable shit yeah. to logical people. Yes, it's questionable as fuck. Yes, he probably is gay. I feel like he's he sucking is. some meat somewhere. I- <laughs> okay, <laughs> get the booty finger. I thought we we're never going to mention that again. But okay, we're back. Well, he's here probably again. not getting the booty finger. No, he getting the booty thing thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> This is good. This one of them rabbit hole conversations that could go. I'm just saying, but that's the situation. The situation is that because it fits the Migos narrative to not be able to challenge somebody who is a little bit tougher. Yeah. Then I love McConan. Yeah. They gonna say shit. Yeah. Now, if Young Thug came out as gay, I still don't expect them to say shit. Nah, probably not. At this point, because at this point, like. You can't even like legitimately be shocked or surprised and be like, "What? Oh my God, he like at this point, it's like, uh, duh." It don't. He don't even gotta be gay. He's just too weird. Yeah, he's he just is. weird enough at this point. I mean, I feel like if like if they went to if young they, young thug invited them to his tour bus and he had penis gummy bears and penis <laughs> suckers all in there, they would just be like, "Well, he said he gay, so you know, enjoy these suckers and gummy bears." I would pay money to be there and take pictures of like some of these heterosexual men eating penis gummy bears. I would, I would pay money. Now that I would want to be in your meeting with the with the fucking hotel. I don't want to be there, but that tour bus with these heterosexual ass, hyper masculine ass men eating penis gummy bears. I want to be there for that. They're I just wouldn't saying, even say shit. I'd just be in the corner taking pictures. Just, I thought these was bananas. <laughs> Damn one meats. Oh my god, that was bananas. I hate you. So much, you know. It got spin it, spin it to keep your straightness. <laughs> Listen, man, that this to- toxic masculinity is getting out of hand. It is. It's getting to the point where the stereo, the most stereotypical version of a man you could think of, like motherfucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, jumping out. I have to say something about that. Like, I just 
Schwarzenegger. I know, I know. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but my whole life, I've said Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, I Nager. I mean, I don't know if a white person say that, am I supposed to be mad or do I supposed to feel a certain type of way? I wouldn't get mad, but it's, I don't know. But the most stereotypical motherfucker you can get is somebody jumping out, swole, ripping their shirt off, pulling the sword off their back. You know what I'm saying? Taking a cow and ripping them open and just binding the middle of them. Ew. I don't know. Got <laughs> a fucking visual. I'm just that. saying, like, if your imagination worked like that, then you know, good but for you. But guess what? After he get through biting that cow, he might go home and lay down with his equally muscular, high masculine ass husband. I'm just saying, man. Because the shit to, happens. You need, need to surprised. get over that shit. We yeah. need to get over that. Stereotypical version of what a man's supposed to be. I, I can't even like... fucking bake a boy the goddamn Super Bowl <laughs> and coupon without motherfuckers thinking I'm weird out here. All right? But the thing about me is, I don't give a fuck what you think. Oh, don't forget the candle making. Candle making. You make candles too. I make candles. Them shit smell. Dude, de- they're great. Delicious. Amazing. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, I, can't, I can't get past this shit, but I don't give a fuck. It's too many people out here that give a fuck. It's too many people that give a fuck about maintaining and the reason that this they motherfucking give a fuck masculinity. It's because motherfuckers like Migos, who has a very young following, it's some old motherfuckers that listen to Migos too, but this is who they look into. And so when they hear them say some shit like that, then their idea of masculine becomes somebody that's not. And the thing is, I feel like y'all got enough fucking examples of motherfuckers, who, like again, the, all you ba- uh, football players that then came out the closet and been playing on your favorite team for years and you didn't know that shit, are they any less masculine now that you know that when he was out there throwing that football or out there doing his motherfucking touchdown dance, he was thinking about, I can't wait to get home to Sam ass. I can't wait to get home to Jerry tonight. Like, does that make him any less masculine now that you know when you didn't know he was doing all of the same shit? Being just as masculine as can be, and you didn't know that he was laying down with, you know, Bojack. Gay dude just got down and re fucking structured your whole engine in your car. <laughs> yes. Some shit you could not motherfucking do. Ever. And you out here goddamn talking shit because of his sexual preference. Some of y'all can't even change a motherfucking tie out here. So, yeah. Y'all sitting here challenging men because of their choices. Because you being heterosexual does not essentially make you masculine. I just want you to know <laughs> that is not all it takes. Some of y'all just trying to make shit a little too simple. <laughs> Don't work like that. It does not. Now, the Patriots won the fucking Super Bowl. And if you if you from Atlanta, clearly you're salty. Oh, hell yeah. You know, that was a situation for you. It was. But some of the players are choosing not to go to the White House to visit the president. What do you blame them? Hell no. Shit, I wouldn't go to this shit. What either. is Trump going to say? You know? Bullshit. He don't even look like he watched football. Probably not. I mean, but we got, first off, one of the players that ain't going is Dante Hightower. His name is spelled <laughs> D-O-N-T apostrophe A. Who the, what the, if you don't know the rules of grammar, you need to get somebody else to name your damn kids. Stop putting these motherfucking apostrophes in these kids' names, period. Please, can we stop that? I hate that shit. Please stop. I had a client that had an apostrophe in her name, and she wrote the shit so fucking weird that I didn't know where the motherfucking apostrophe was supposed to be. And now I got this 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to type this name out. I don't know where the apostrophe go. Had no clue. Stop putting apostrophe. Just apostrophes are to leave out letters. Put the letters in now. Stop writing these apostrophes, please. Shit. Then qu- look, quit trying to be the most creative parent with the most creative name. Because you know what, you ain't. Your child is gonna be unique to you because it's your child with your D- with your special mix of DNA with them and they daddy. You do not have to try to give them a name that has never existed in the the. the time the humans have been on the earth it, it don't you don't have to do that i promise you your kid will still be special my name is one of the most common motherfucking names ever and guess what guarantee you're not gonna find another one like me i am unique and my uniqueness ain't got shit to do with my name please stop trying to get these kids names that can't nobody pronounce and then you got an attitude because the kid name being mispronounced but you gave them this fucking alphabet vomit and now you got an attitude stop doing that Please. Another thing, do not mix one a woman and a man's name Ugh. to create one name for a motherfucker, and do not name a girl a man's name because that motherfucker ego is so big. You need to have a child Look, named after Dad, his ass. Listen, if you if you just fuck around and you can't make nothing but girls, just take that L and move the fuck on. Cause guess what, they gonna have your last name for however long until they get married just take it and move on stop fucking these kids up trying you you so butt hurt that you can't pass your name along let it go let it go let please it go let that shit the fuck <laughs> please let go. it go okay shit now all that's beside the point patriots <laughs> yes some of them don't want to go to trump's white house and they white people again crying white tears and fuck y'all let me tell you why i say fuck y'all because guess what fucking tom brady did the same shit when obama was in office he decided not to go and where the fuck were y'all with all of this indignation and all of this 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 butt hurtness you were silent as a motherfucker now these black people saying fuck this motherfucker who don't care about my black ass and now y'all all up in their arms and upset and shit now in tom's defense he let them know that his mom and dad was celebrating the 50th anniversary and so he didn't go because of uh, family obligations. In Tom's bullshit, exactly. they were only married for 46 years, didn't celebrate that shit on that day, and he was caught at the Apple store at the same time looking at an Apple watch. He, he Just want to let you know that part. very known his distaste for Obama. So everybody knew what the fuck was going on. Okay, what he said. But here's the thing. Here's what people don't realize. Guess what? You know what football players get paid money to do? Throw and catch and run and pass motherfucking footballs. Balls. That's what they get paid for. They do not get paid to go and sit and talk to political figures. They don't. The season is over. These motherfuckers not only played football, they won the fucking championship game. Guess what? Their job is done. If I want to sit on my ass and eat Cheetos for the till the season start, till I got to start getting back in my playing uh, shape, then that's what the fuck I can do. They are not obligated to do that. This is America. Y'all love to say that shit. It's America. My my um my rights this and that that this is their right. If they don't want to go fucking sit and listen to somebody lie to their face because we all know how this motherfucker mm. feel about us, they don't have to do it. They don't. What are you talking about? Talking about give him a chance and fuck that. I believe what my Angelo said. When somebody show you who they are, believe them. 
Fuck Trump. I've said that before. I will say it again. And if I was on the Patriots team, guess what? Who wouldn't fucking be going to the White House? Fuck that guy. I'm not finna go do that shit and you can't make me. And if you gonna be pressed about it, be pressed. But y'all wasn't this pressed when Tom Brady didn't go. Talking about they need to have a team meeting. Wasn't no team meeting when Tom Brady decided not to go. Now all of a sudden we supposed to sit down and talk about I'm not going. Y'all, I'm not telling you what to do. But my black ass won't be going. Sorry. They don't get paid for that. They get paid to play football. And football is over. And it's a long list of athletes that hadn't gone to the White House. Larry Bird and Michael Jordan are two of them. Larry Bird was like, President want to see me. He know where to find me. <laughs> Larry Bird was like, I don't give a fuck. See me in these streets, motherfucker. Exactly. And Michael Jordan was like, look, man, these are my three days off. I don't give a fuck. Why would he... Why would he? Why would I be, you know, criticized over wanting to spend time with my family instead of the president? You know, that's not what they get paid for. Like people acting like these folks got an obligation to do that shit. If they don't want to go, they ain't got to go. And if they don't want to go because he a fuck boy, I applaud them for standing up for what they believe in because he is a fuck boy and he's made it very clear how he feels about it. I'm not finna go and be fake. At this point, I'm not finna do that. And I don't blame them for not doing that. And for all the white people who are mad, y'all can shut the fuck up. Be mad. Stay mad. And I'm getting more and more frustrated with, you know, the administration just because they continue in their lies. Yeah. They continue in trying to manipulate the media. They continue to make decisions. That's bullshit. So, I mean, why the fuck would anybody want to go to exactly. that shit? Have you seen who Melissa? Ain't represented by that stuff. Have you seen Melissa McCarthy as Spicer? I have. Oh, my God. That shit was hilarious. Oh, my. The gum. The <laughs> moose lambs. If y'all have not watched the Saturday Night Live skits with Melissa McCarthy playing uh, Sean Spicer, you if you don't even watch Saturday Night Live, you need to watch that skit. You can YouTube it. The shit is hilarious. I saw a meme that said the only thing Donald Trump's made great again is Saturday Night Live. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, because he's giving them all kinds of material. Yes. yes. I And I'm hoping they let Rosie O'Donnell play Steve Bannon because she would look amazing as him. She look just like his she ass. She really fucking does, and that would be awesome. And he would be mad, and Trump would be mad because he hates. He her already ass. mad about them making fun of Spicer. I love it. I love every moment of it. She's done it twice now. Did you see the second skit? I had seen. The she second did the one. second skit. Damn. So you gotta catch that one. It's funny too. You gotta check that shit out. And she used props again, <laughs> <laughs> like the moose lamb. <laughs> that shit was so stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. So shut up. And since we're talking about this fuck-ass administration, Betsy DeVos. Is this, it DeVos or DeVos? I think it's DeVos. I don't fucking know. Which one do I like? Or which one do I like the least? DeVos, DeVos. I don't know. <laughs> DeVos. The bitch-ass Secretary of State. <laughs> that. that motherfucker. I mean, not Secretary of State. Secretary of Education. So... I, this actually did my heart good and made me happy she decided that she was gonna go visit a public school I forget what state it was in but protesters kept her ass from they didn't even let her into school and I thought that was amazing because fuck her she's not qualified for that position she has no experience no idea in, in what the public education system needs and she's just gonna fuck it all to hell so I applaud them for not allowing her to use them for a photo op and the protest, it was so funny. One of the protesters that she was getting in the car just kept yelling, shame, shame. <laughs> and it was 
it just did my spirit good because she is one of all of his cabinet picks were horrendous she's one of the worst because what she has the capability of fucking up public education system is already fucked and it's terrible as it is and she has the ability to make that a bad situation worse and so she was one of the ones that i was most upset about so to see them just turn her ass away and not even let her into the school was kind of awesome not to mention that after she was uh put in the u.s uh gov the u.s ed gov um twitter account start writing out shit with typos in it and i don't know if that was a coincidence or not but i just feel like that's indicative of the leadership they now have because they misspelled w-e-b du bois and then misspelled apologize in their apology of misspelling his name i just feel like again it could be a coincidence that that happened after she got put in because i don't think it's her specifically that's running the twitter account but i feel like she probably chose the motherfucker that's running the twitter account like i feel like it's just indicative of the leadership that's in the department of education right now fuck her fuck her fuck they probably her. got a damn senior citizen running that damn account. wouldn't i be surprised do you know about charter schools i know a little bit about charter schools so this if you search uh, Bessie DeVos She fucked up Detroit With the charter and schools And Detroit You'll yeah. see that she Fucked up a lot of shit Yeah Charter schools Is essentially like I'm gonna use my school Zone for example mm-hmm. We got Probably about Six counties In the, in the city I grew up in mm-hmm. uh, And all of those counties Get government funding You got mm-hmm. public schools You got private schools Government All public schools Gonna get government funding mm-hmm. Private schools Are gonna be funded By other means Rich people A bunch of shit that's private schools Okay Them the only systems you got And you're going to go To the system That you're zoned for You're going to go To the system that You know If I live in this area I'm going to school For that area If I'm living in this area I'm going to school So charter schools The idea behind Charter schools is They want to give parents The option of being able To send their kids To any school That they want to mm-hmm. So they create Charter schools What charter schools are Are schools that are Privately run With public funding so let's say my county said, hey, we're going to allow, you know, our county or this business to come in and build a private school and create their own standards and want run it privately. And parents can, no matter what district you live in, you can bring to your school. Mm-hmm. But coincidentally, they build that charter school in the better areas where kids on the outside can't even get to that school realistically. Yeah. And not only that, but they divert funds from all of the public schools in the whole area to give to that charter school that most of the kids can't get to. Yeah. Now, what happens is, in order for your kid to get there, because clearly this school going to fill up because yeah. everybody want to go there, then they start doing lotteries to determine whether your kid can get into that school. The problem with the lotteries is it's shown to be extremely biased because the board of the school had is made up of parents. And so you got parents who don't want certain kids to be coming to the school. Well, the lottery is coincidentally not going to fall in your favor. That's yeah. what that system is shown to do. So you're talking about letting a school system be run privately by people who seek to gain from the money that comes from it. Mm-hmm. So in an ideal culture where there is an abundance of charter schools everywhere and the public money can go towards all of those schools, maybe that'll work. But when you have 
public schools that need more money and you're allowing these businesses to come in and, and take kids money can't from access yeah. that school and they can take money from the schools of the kids that can't access it 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 fucks up a whole system mm-hmm. and that's what happened in Detroit uh tons of charter schools opened up as soon as they said you could open up but at charter schools there's no quality control yep they can hire teachers that don't have the certain qualifications now they can have teachers that have more but this is a business they trying to make money lunches are going to be skimped on books are going to be skimped on it's a lot of technology is going to be skimped on it's a lot of things that can be skimped on when you leave it up to businesses to run things that should be run by a more responsible entity you can run into these issues and she had her hand in a lot of the charter schools in that area yeah i think like her her big her firm was the one that opened up a lot of them Mm -hmm. charter schools and if y'all i don't know if y'all watch john oliver uh, last week tonight but he has some really good segments and one he does is on charter schools and it talks about this big charter school template that all of these charter schools use in order to get their school opened up and it's just cookie cutter cut and paste it's not a individual plan it's not something that people sat down for months and created for a plan for their school it's just this general template that they use to get their school open up and then they just run it like it's just a business and not how we're educating the youth that are going to participate in our future and so if you don't know anything much about the like charter school public school debate that's a problem another thing that she didn't fucking know growth versus proficiency had no clue you know what i mean <laughs> this is a common argument you know what i'm saying do we measure children's success by how much they grow you know what i'm saying from from zero to a hundred or do we measure their progress for how good they do on this particular thing at this particular time? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she had no clue. No idea. Like, this. this is core. You should know this shit. If you're in education, you being the secretary of education means that you should most definitely know this shit. And so this is the person. This is why this was one of the more terrifying pics that she don't have what she needs again public school system already is fucked and it there needs to be an overhaul they they don't have enough funds and you have this person with this mentality of this charter school and running it like a business that does not bode well for the education system that already is fucked up she's a terrible terrible choice for that so uh, her being hired as the secretary of education is the equivalent to hiring a mechanic that does not know how to use tools. Okay. Yeah. He need to, he need tools for the goddamn job. He just don't know what the fuck different tools do. He see a boat that need to be unloosed, but he's just be like, I need something that get a little square thing off of this damn you know metal piece. <laughs> go get a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, like go Maybe get me screwdriver. Go get work. me two butter knives. <laughs> we gonna make this shit work. Pretty much. Like stop with that shit. Like I don't know. Fuck you know her. what? It can't get. I don't. Want to don't say that. say that. Don't finish this. Well, I'm saying it now. I don't feel like me saying this shit is gonna change the tide of fucking the universe. All right. Go ahead and say it. Go I ahead. feel like over our lifetimes, it can't get worse than this. All right. It can't get worse than fucking Donald we Trump. Three weeks in, he ain't finished. We still got. <laughs> Listen, it don't matter. He got eight years, Ugh. and I ain't gonna die Stop in eight years. Saying eight years, don't say Listen, that. Listen, don't fucking he say that. He got eight that. years, Matt. Okay. Look, worst case scenario, he got eight years. Oh, okay. God. I mean, well, I think that if he were to get a man. second term, he would die within six years of starting. Like, because, oh, like I said, <laughs> when you see the presidents and they age, oh yeah, it ages them. It, 
it ain't that much farther to go for a 70 year old but i feel like it ages the people who care donald trump is like a child kid in a candy store he know that the shit is gone he don't care he don't give a fuck like i feel like it ages the people who actually care whether it's you care in a way that i agree with or you care in a way that like regardless of what party i feel like the stress comes from you trying to do something that keeps getting blocked i don't think he care if him living his life the way that it has hasn't aged him going through bankruptcy six times and going through three wives and he he don't give a fuck he don't give a fuck i don't i think that if there's other places that the source of stress can come from and i think his source of stress gonna come from not being able to run the country like his business Uh as he's seeing that he can't get all of these foreign leaders on board no he can't get all of these goddamn plans that he won't um taking over he can't get these judges and shit to speak how he want to he can't do none of that shit he ain't the president is one of the most limited positions it's very limited, but they every now and then can write in a new rule of let something happen, an executive order. That's it. And that's shit, even one of do. them got blocked because it, it's unconstitutional as fuck. I don't know, man. I, the president is perceived as the highest, most prestigious power, but to me, it's just taking the blue pill. That's all it fucking is. The president ain't shit. <laughs> the position of president ain't shit. You want to know where most change come from? The motherfuckers that's been in the House and the Congress for 30 goddamn years. Yeah. The, poli- the, the president of four years or maybe eight years ain't got shit to do with change in our society. They don't. And these same motherfuckers in Congress are the same ones that done wrote most of the legislation for all these states. That's where the change in our country is coming from. President ain't shit. <laughs> Bottom line. Well, I guess we can end on a. I lighter. mean, I ain't saying with that that president Donald. I'm not saying with that that Donald Trump ain't shit. Me saying Donald Trump ain't shit is separate from that. <laughs> like the president, the position of president ain't shit, but Donald Trump also, also ain't, ain't shit. shit. Yeah. So that's is that's how that go. I, we can end on a lighter note that has nothing to do with politics. Anthony Anderson said some very disturbing shit that I just like if it's true I mean it's bad enough right if it's true what's really horrible is why the fuck would you share it y'all gotta stop don't share everything so basically he did an interview and was talking about how his mom was the one who helped him learn how to do oral sex on a woman what kind of fucking lesson is that? Like, he, he was like, he was in his 20s. I don't give a fuck how old he was. You know how fucking weird? Like, okay, yes. I feel like we do need to talk about sex more in the black community with our kids so that they're not learning it about learning about it in place in other places because i can remember my mom the sex talk was essentially don't bring no babies in this house that was it that was all don't bring no babies in this house that was all i got so i mean you know kudos to her for for having that open relationship with him but that taking it a little bit far is 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 giving him tips on performing oral sex like that's fucking weird and she gave him tips by like going and getting up some videos and and showing the videos and saying you see what he doing that like what the fuck you know how weird that is so the line drawn at sexual input from parents should only be from a protection point of view not a this is how you go about this not a mechanics kind of thing not this is how you do this 
what kind of fuck what for what I don't know I'm not saying that this is normal I am not saying that this shit goes on in normal family what I'm saying is when this shit happens if parents are responsible for sending you out in the world with the knowledge to survive in this world effectively no why can't helping you in your relationship but but parents can help you everything else in your relationship but when it comes to for sex is not uh, uh, something that you need to survive in the world. That's some shit you'll figure out on your own. If you got 10 failed relationships because you couldn't give head, then that might be a situation. I mean, but your mama ain't the one that need to sit you down and be like, look, this is what you're doing wrong. <laughs> what the fuck? No. No. I am an advocate for parents talking to their kids about sex and being open with them about it 100%. I draw the line at technique though. The technique is yours on your own. You figure that out. You work it out. You practice. You figure it out. Not gonna give you points. So can a child ask their parent for that? Why the fuck would you? Because they the only motherfucker in the world that you trust to give you the best information that you can get. No. That's just no. Ew. So you, Ew. so what if kids can kids ask their daddy about masturbation because kids at school been talking about being your meat? I mean, yeah, but you as a dad, you can explain it without giving like do this, do your stroke this way. Like it don't, you don't have to go into technique. That's what I'm saying. You can have a conversation about sex without going into your particular technique. So where do you learn about technique from? You figure it out on your own. You you going to your technique on your own. But you can go to a sex therapist and learn about it. Why would you go to a sex therapist? Technique is something I feel like you just get as you do it. Like you you just you work that out. Like I don't that ain't <laughs> I don't know that that's something that needs a discussion. No, 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 I'm saying technique is something that you come up with once you've gotten all the knowledge you can get, then you figure out your best way to do it. No. Like, if you think like basketball technique, when you no. know all of the rules Sex and how is it not all works. Basketball, though, because basketball has a set of rules, and so no matter what team you play, you're going to play in exactly the same way, right? Sex ain't that way because guess what? People, every woman you have sex with is going to be different. Every man you have sex with is going to be different and going to have different preferences and predilections and all of that shit. And so these are things that you kind of have to fine tune to the person that you with. So your overall technique, that's for you to figure the fuck out as you go along. I'm not going to sit you down and be like, okay, daughter, this is what you do to get the best result. That's fucking weird. That's just weird. No. I ain't saying it ain't weird. The fuck? No. But is it wrong? It's weird. I don't know that it's wrong. It's. We- I mean, I guess at least he was in his twenties. It would have been even more weird if he had been like really young, and she was like, because she showed him porns to show it. Like that's just, eh, it's a little weird, a little weird. It's weird. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't suggest anybody else doing it. If my mom had tried that shit. Now again. I don't want you shouldn't be all the way on the spectrum where your only advice is don't get pregnant. But also, I don't want you to sit down and like tell me what the fuck it is that you do because in my mind, I don't. My I I was an immaculate conception. My parents don't have sex. In my mind, I don't want to fucking talk. That's weird. That is just fucking weird. We don't need to get into technique conversations like that's just no, no. Do that with your friends. 
how to technique conversations with your friends the basic sex conversation yes totally with your parents technique do that with your friends don't come to me asking me that shit that that's too much that is, future children don't come asking me about no techniques because i can't that's no i'm gonna make i ain't gonna do that shit but i'm gonna make my children as uncomfortable as i possibly can <laughs> their whole lives they not gonna come to you why are you gonna do that you gonna create a situation no, where be, yeah. daddy weird as fuck. I ain't gonna ask him <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 my kids is at some point gonna know that they lived inside of my scrotum at some point. Don't tell them they came <laughs> from your nuts. That's, Don't they do is that. going to learn that at some point. Boy, you live on my balls. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't do that. Mm-mm. No. It was just weird that I don't again even if that okay if it happened cool but I don't know why this was the story he decided to share with the world that's just I don't know it's weird it's I, weird it's still the most sexually involved appropriate thing out of all the sexual related I mean, shit I that go on in the black but community like, okay had a conversation I think it was on government name show i don't think we had it on because we did the shows together when we did the crossovers so i can't remember if it was said on their show or our show but we i don't i think it was their show we had a whole conversation about men sitting around watching porn together because there was a question about it and y'all were like not as adults like y'all don't sit around and watch porn together as men as grown men same age but you're gonna sit and watch porn with your mama and listen to her say now look this you see what he doing now you gotta get it all in there like what the fuck if it's uncomfortable for you to sit around with your male friends and just watch porn recreationally how is it not weird for you to sit with your mama not only watching the porn but her pointing out what's good and what's bad about what the porn star is doing it's fucking weird i think the results are important has it helped this man's life out with oral sex how much could that have helped because let me tell you i would have been like stop stop nope nope fuck that i'm not listening to this <laughs> it wouldn't have helped me because i wouldn't have heard shit she said i'm not listening are you 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 went first of all you got porns in the back that you just went and grabbed and you knew which porn to grab for this particular thing because they show oral sex in this one good enough for me to like point some shit out to you that's disturbing enough you know there are instructional oral sex videos i'm sure they are they yeah. might not have been porn so to His, speak uh-uh, the way he described it they were porns nah they weren't instructional. who the fuck got instructional like she's a woman she don't need an instruction on how to perform oral sex on a woman. Why would she have she that? She might. She's not gay. Well, she might not be gay, but that don't mean she ain't had no play. What do you need? <laughs> this whole conversation has been weird. Let me just say that. I know. I know you all uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. <laughs> and I ain't helping much. you be comfortable. No, I'm not. That ain't this what you gonna do to your kids. Yes. And this is why they're not gonna come to you. For Just shit. vaguely comfortable, uncomfortable enough to come back next week and do the podcast again. I mean, I ain't got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no choice. But that was just fucking weird to me. And that's not something I would ever do. I do endeavor to have an open dialogue with my kids about sex, much more open than my parents had with me. I draw the line at like giving pointers though. I ain't giving you no pointers. See me. I'm not gonna do I, that. I don't I don't wanna draw any lines. I 
want my kids. Whether I will give them the input or not, I want them to at any point be able to come to me and ask me about that. Don't come asking me. I don't want my 15-year-old daughter coming and saying, hey, mom, I don't think I'm giving blowjobs right. Like, how you do it? I don't want that for my life. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm not going to be able to deal with that. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to deal with my son coming and saying, "Hey, I did oral on my girlfriend, but I don't think she liked it." Can you like tell me what I did wrong, nigga? No, I can't. Listen, have you this, lost your mind? My answer is going to be, "Listen, son or daughter, <laughs> anything that you do sexually is about that individual. I can't tell you how to generally please this so particular your 15 person." Fifteen-year-old daughter come and say that to you. You're gonna be like, "Well, daughter." You can't use that as an example Why? because he was 21. He was 20. My 15 year old daughter ain't got no goddamn business <laughs> doing none of that shit. Okay. Your 21 year old daughter who's still in college come home and be like, Dad, gave a blowjob to my boyfriend. He ain't seemed to enjoy it. Tell me what I did wrong, Pops. You just gonna be like, well, is it based on the individual? Well, I, well, I ain't gonna pretend like she ain't got meats in her face every now and then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done. No, no, I'm you're not done. done. You are I not am. done. I'm so done. Listen, I'm not going to pretend like that. I am going to, at least at the minimum, let her know what. Don't let this happen. <laughs> don't look. I look, look, girl. I don't know how to do it. I ain't never done it. Okay. I'm going to just lay that out there. Seen it done sometimes. Had it done on me sometimes. But I, I can't tell you how to do it. But what I will tell you is if you're uncomfortable, if you don't like what's going on, Get out of the situation. Don't let it happen or don't let it happen again. Exclusionary. <laughs> this went so far off the rails. <laughs> Where I don't I know how you thought this was going to go good with me. Know. I don't Not know. Not this way. <laughs> it's weird. I, I just. It, I don't know how I respond. You just gonna cover your ears and be like, la 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 like la five, la la. Like a five year old. Yes, like, go to your daddy. Go talk to your daddy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Talk to your daddy. Go talk to your daddy. Frank, get out here. Your child is fucking. Get, come get your child. Please come get your child. Get your fucking child. I can't deal with her. She, go, she your child right now. She always been more like you. This is definitely your side coming out. You fucking deal with it. I can't. 15 and 21 is different in that situation. I'm going to respond in the same way. I don't care what. My 30-year-old son could come. And I'm going to be like, Frank, come and get your fucking son. He's lost it. This is your side. You deal with it. 40. Come and get your 40-year-old son. Because he didn't lost it. He didn't lost it. Come get him. Get him out my face before I punch him in it. Get him out my face. Your child, it's your influence. Should have never had sex with you and made his motherfucking ass. This is how <laughs> I will react. Cause I'm five. <laughs> five years old. When it comes to that, yes. Humming, 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 humming. Just don't, cover your yep. ears up. Go to your uh, go to your daddy. Go to your dad. Talk to your daddy. You know, no, don't finish it. Go talk to your father. Go ask him. Don't ask me. That's a daddy question. How are you even gonna have the regular sex talk? I'll be able to have a regular sex talk, but it ain't no technique involved in that. I'm not giving pointers in that. It's going to be uncomfortable enough having the regular sex talk, but I, I will be able to do that much better than somebody coming and asking me for 
pointers. You're going to give them the Catholic sex talk. I'm not going to give them the Catholic sex yes, talk. Is. I'm not going to give them the Catholic sex well, talk. Well, when a woman spreads her legs and a man penetrates, oh, that's sex. No, penetrates always sounds so terrible. <laughs> that just sounds painful as shit. Like, that's a horrible word. No, I'm not going to give you them gonna the Catholic. You're going to use some trace off lingo? I'm dive not- in it? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh when a woman spreads her legs and a man dive in it, then that's sex. That's what you're going to do? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't. I mean, I'm gonna give the Trey song sex Penetrate talk. is the scientific, politically correct lingo. What I'm gonna you use. Gonna say? I'm gonna use romance novel. They don't use <laughs> penetrate. What do they use? Inners slides. They don't. Um, I don't read thrust. romance novels. I thrust. don't know. Thrust sounds thrust painful after too. you already <laughs> dived in it. <laughs> That's thrust. I don't know. What ter- I'm not gonna use penetrate because I hate that word. It just sounds like I just imagine. You just say slide, slide, stabbing. slippity slide. It just. Sa- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know what? <laughs> I need to come up with a whole musical version of sex. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have nothing but song lyrics. That's it. That's gonna be my explanation. It's enough songs out here for me to do that. Totes. You gonna have a kid out here singing some popular shit in school, teaching all the kids about sex. Yep. And you're going to get a phone call. And I'm going to be like, listen, <laughs> look, I had to give her the sex talk some kind of way. I will talk to her and tell her to stop singing the song. But that song is hers. <laughs> she got it now. I will encourage her to stop sharing the song, though. But don't judge my parenting. <laughs> she making A's, ain't she? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, whatever. That was such a... I hope people listen all the way to the end of the show. <laughs> They're going to be really sad if they miss that fucking conversation for sure. I don't know. That was, yeah. Thanks, Anthony Anderson, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anthony Anderson don't give a damn about you because he is out pleasing the women's with his <sighs> oral sex game. That he got from his mama. But he got it. And who is, I didn't even know that his mom, like, how she know? Why, why? Like, how do you? Well, how she knows she had a deficit from his daddy, and she knew that she wanted a motherfucking surplus. I'm done. <laughs> and she said, "Look, I look, I, I've lost, I've lost the war. All right, I'm done. I'm dying. I'm Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh shit. I'm. It's over for me. My legs don't work no more. Okay, you." You can carry this motherfucking victory for us as a family unit with this information. I don't have any more stories for this week. <laughs> That's all I had. That's it. I'm just saying. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm waving my white flag over here. She, yeah, she don't have a white flag, but it's invisible. I can see it, though. I got white. On- <laughs> I'm waving the white paper. <laughs> Okay. Do you have anything else I on your mind? I think that pretty much <laughs> sums it up. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. Holla.